Hey guys, welcome back to another Sweaty Secrets episode. I'm Mariah. I'm Samantha. And today we're going to tell you Mariah's story and how she got into fitness. Yeah. So this is going to be a two-part series. Yep. It's going to be a get to know your host or get to know us, whatever. And we'll break it down kind of for each of us. Today you'll learn about Mariah and next week you will learn about me. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. This I think cool. it'll be fun. I think like at this point, you guys like us enough where we can tell you our <laughs> background, hopefully. Yeah. And hopefully inspire some of you to, you know, follow in our footsteps or, you know, motivate some of you who might be in the same ruts that we were in when we started our fitness journeys. Yeah, I would hope because we both have very different ways of getting into fitness. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping at least one of you can right. relate to our story. Okay, so let's get into the episode, starting with our sweaty sesh. Um, You have had quite an interesting week, haven't you? I (laughs) know. This week was supposed to be the week of changing things up. Monday happened, we got our lift in, and then February 1st was going to be the day that I was technically supposed to be stopping nannying. I was going to be... We're going to do our workout in the morning. We started our challenge and everything. And Tuesday hit. You got the booster Monday morning. Yes. Yep. Or Monday. Yep. So you felt like crap. Yes. And I was so pissed because Monday when I went to bed, I was like, I feel amazing. Everyone was overreacting. The booster does nothing. Like any, all that's happening is that my arm is sore. Like I feel great. Like, yeah. And then Tuesday I wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm like, Fuck, I literally feel the most ill I've felt in a long fucking time. (laughs) And I know exactly how you felt because I felt like shit. I was shocked at how shitty I felt. Like my body aches were unreal. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh my God, I was disturbed. I was like, oh fuck, I'm not like so nauseous, so achy. Ugh, it was horrible. So we decided not to do our 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. lifting sesh Tuesday. And then I was like exposed to covid Tuesday morning so I kind of took it on to myself to quarantine for two days literally full-on quarantine in my house because I couldn't work and my dad was worried and I didn't want to expose him so I had to wait a solid two days to actually hopefully get COVID in my system if I had it so I had to wait Meanwhile, I couldn't work out I couldn't really do anything (laughs) I was super lazy and I also quit my nannying job because whoop, whoop. that was just a whole mess in itself. And I'm so excited. I'm literally so happy that's done, to be honest. I loved the kids. It was never the kids. It was just a messy situation. Yeah. Um, so much better that you're out of it. Yeah. So that happened. I obviously negative with COVID. So we were supposed to come Friday morning and go lift. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we have an ice storm. <laughs> Nothing new here in Maine, really. So we Just had, the fucking winter weather ruining everything for us. Yeah, not a snowstorm. We had a fucking ice storm, guys. Mind you, last weekend we had a snowstorm that snowed us into our house and we couldn't celebrate my goddamn birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. It's fine. It's totally fine. We're fine. We're thriving. No hard feelings against Mother Nature. No. So that happened. I was supposed to go to Sugarloaf, which is a mountain up here in Maine. And I was supposed to go with my mom and my neighbor and stuff like that. But that obviously couldn't happen because we couldn't drive Friday to spend a skiing trip this weekend. And yeah, that was a whole mess in itself. So I basically think the universe was telling me not to do anything this week. (laughs) 
and I worked out for the first time yesterday, which was Friday night, and since Monday, which was nice, it's whatever, mm-hmm. but I could have, I couldn't really do anything unless I wanted to do body workouts at home, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that, so. That gives me so much quarantine PTSD. Yeah. I'd and rather I, not work out, I think. <laughs> I could have done the Peloton, but I didn't want to risk it because the Peloton is in my parents' room. I don't know. I just didn't want to risk it. What if I had COVID, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like fucking sweating all over and breathing all over everything in the room. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Other than that, it's been pretty low-key for you. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done crap. Yeah. I didn't really get to do the challenge until like Friday. I mean, I tried doing like the whole eight hours and then I've been reading a lot. Yeah. I mean, pretty uneventful, but eventful week. (laughs) How was yours? Um, I mean, other than the booster shot, I would say it was a really good week. I mean, I got to do the challenge pretty much every day, which was awesome. Like I already feel so much better and I feel like those habits are actually already sticking with me. Like I've done the eight hours of sleep. I've done the water. I've done the hobbies, um, reading the book, which has been great and helping me unplug at nighttime specifically. Like Mm -hmm. I'll just get in bed and start reading. But like the thing is, it's putting me to bed. Like it's such a good book, but it's just putting me to bed. So I'm like not far through it because I literally read and like fall asleep, but it's so good. Like I don't want to fight it to stay up longer to read, um, even though it is really good. So, yeah, I'm actually getting my sleep. I'm waking up super early and, like, not even, like, tired when I wake up. Like, because I'm actually getting my eight hours. Yeah. Crazy concept. <laughs> um, and the morning lifts have been amazing. Like, it's just really good vibes. I like to watch the sunrise. Like, because our gym has really good windows. So, it's, like, fun to be there when the sun's coming up. And it's just, like, watch it get bright outside. And it's a good morning crew at our gym. It's a lot less busy, but, like, still enough people where there's, like, good energy yeah I'm excited. so yeah it's been really good um getting ready in the locker room is eh for work but whatever it works it's, it's a, a price it's you clean. pay exactly and it's a clean environment so i'm fine with it and it's just like really just changed the whole day around like even though i've been working late this week i haven't been stressed out about the fact i've been working late because like my workout's already out of the way and i can't express how good that feels <laughs> like, yeah i haven't gotten home till like 7 30 or later the past couple of days that i did go to the gym in the morning but it hasn't bothered me because I'm like, my day's done. Like, all I have to do is cook and get in bed. Like, it's crazy. I'm really excited for that, too, because sometimes I'll be, like, waiting for you. And I'm like, fuck, I could be already done with my workout. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would much rather work out with you than, like, go out and work out alone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm waiting. And I'm, like, kind of wasting time in a sense. I'm right. just, like, on my phone, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be nice to like actually have that time to like be able to be productive. Yeah, or, like, it is. It's really, it's to. a, we- I was going to say, it's honestly been a really weird shift just because like, I don't even know what to do with the time. Like I haven't really had the time yet, I guess, like I said, because I've had to work late this week, but like when I have the time and can just be home by four or five, it's going to freak me out. Like I'm not going to know what to do with myself. <laughs> I know, right? It's going to be unreal. So hopefully next week I can kind of get some days in where I can be home earlier yeah, and just what? enjoy You're, it. You're like working so hard. I, I know, but we're making that cash money. <laughs> you are money, money, <laughs> But yeah, that kind of brings me to my goal for next week. So I'll just throw that in. Assuming that next week I can actually be done with work at a good time and um not be making a fucking fancy dinner every night I don't know why I felt obligated to like actually put time into cooking this week since I had the time which won't last long because I don't enjoy cooking Mm -hmm. but I did do that this week and that was definitely taking up some of my time but hopefully if I'm out of work and not cooking a lot 
I can just like have time to chill and study. So hopefully I can finally work on my nutrition stuff next week. At least like dive into the intro chapter. Like I want to know what the fuck it's all about. Holy cow, you haven't even done that. No, I haven't even opened the study materials. Oh my materials. god, yeah, that's a good goal. Yeah, so I think that'll be fun. But either way, I just want to like focus more on like my personal training and nutrition stuff in some capacity next week. Yeah, that's super fun. Yeah. How about a success? Um, just to like tie into all my previous goals about it. I am going to say that my success was actually sleeping eight hours every night this week Yay! and feeling good about it and like excited to do it again. I love that <laughs> so much. I know, guys, it's been a long time coming. I feel a like a long time coming. <laughs> the whole time we've done the pot, I'm like, OK, I'm going to sleep this week. I'm going to sleep this week, guys. I didn't sleep. Nope. <laughs> but, I got five hours. <laughs> yep, but that melatonin be really changing my life. Yeah. And I bet you you're like a super and reading, you know, too. Yes, literally like, probably like unplugging reading and the melatonin like the, that combination is literally Actually, a recipe for the hardest sleep of my life. Unplugging by reading is one of my favorite things. Me too. Now. It's cuz I've been doing that this week mm-hmm. and oh my god, I just lo- I love this book too. It's so good. And it's so I'm kind of I realized that I really enjoy reading out loud. It makes me process wow. the book more. So I've been just like reading out loud, um, which I don't know if that it might make me stay up a little bit more, too. So I don't get mm-hmm. as sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been like really enjoying that. Wow. It also helps me like pronounce words, like make sure. I'm, yeah, like, pronouncing that's really words correctly. But I do find myself like taking in more information mm-hmm. by doing that. Yeah, I've heard that's a thing. I've never actually tried it, though. I, I should try it. I do it a lot more. And I like follow the, my finger uh-huh. too. Because I do find myself, I think this is like a small little goal of mine is to like try as hard as possible, like not to get distracted while reading things. Because mm-hmm. when I read it, it sometimes makes me remember like certain things or remind me of certain like, you know, things that have happened yes. or, or something I need to do or something just like that's in my life and I start thinking about that but I'm still reading so true. but I'm not so actually true. reading Wait, so I, yes. <laughs> yeah so I I do notice myself when I'm doing that and I'm like stop doing it go back and read it again because I know you did not process any of that <laughs> um yes I've been catching myself doing that with this book too like I will actually take the time to like reread a whole page or a section and like really like break it down I don't know I'm just like actually really trying to dissect the book as I read it and make sure I take it all in because so I know it's like so much. beneficial. Yeah, I mean every single sentence that guy writes it's in there. I know, <laughs> so important. I started like folding pages that I wanted to like focus on. I'm like, wait, I'm literally like bookmarking every page. That's I want to like highlight stuff. Uh huh. But I'm also scared to highlight. I know. It's I so don't. Permanent. I know. I know. I feel the same. But I'm like, do I just take screen like little stickies? Yeah, I know. Or... I think I'm going to grab my. I have a bunch of stickies at work, like those little ones. So I'll probably just get those and flag parts. I've also wanted to put in our notes like. The reason I haven't that I done want... that, though, is because I don't touch my phone when I'm reading. So yes. that's why I have. I've been meaning to like do it later in the day, which is why I've flagged the pages to like go add it to it. But I keep forgetting. to. But add I do find notes. myself if I touch my phone, I'm like on it for a little bit and then I go back to reading Mm -hmm. distracting going into like that was a small little goal of mine with not getting distracted okay yep uh I think my goal wait can I say something (laughs) you're not allowed to cut this out either okay I'm literally staring at your chin and there's a droplet of spit glistening in the sun no it's not (laughs) 
sun was catching it. Oh my god, I feel it. It's Ew. gone. It's gone. It was literally so tiny, but I like looked over at you to make eye contact, but I got distracted by something like shining on your chin and it was a little spitball. It's <laughs> fucking Anyways. Oh, little spitball. No big deal. Okay, so your goal was to keep your spit inside your <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah, apparently. Um, my goal is to finally get a 6 a.m. lift with you. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, hopefully nothing goes wrong. I know. Do, do you know what's fucking crazy? What? You're gonna fucking die because I'm pissed already. Oh, Lord. <gasps> it's snowing no. Monday and Tuesday, and I swear to fuck if it's too bad for us to go in the morning, I will lose my goddamn mind. It has not snowed at all this winter until we try and start this morning gym shit. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, guys, it's definitely a goal. There's it's no winter sure weather advisories or anything, so it's probably just like normal comes... snow, but it might come by tomorrow. <sighs> I snorted so loud you guys, yesterday. If you guys get the chance to find the sand and fog <laughs> pineapple woodruff fucking candle what? at your TJ Maxx, oh, you need to buy it. I was literally inhaling it last night inhaling driftwood and pineapple sand and fog candle literally the best thing we've ever smelled we literally both burned all of our nose hair just sniffing this candle for an hour last night while it was i seriously can't i actually cannot believe how good that's i've never seen mariah actually anyone in my life smell a candle as long as she did i was here for five minutes i couldn't move i seriously was guys when i say i'm inhaling it i was literally inhaling it like yeah. I don't even I didn't sniff. Like, no, I was, like, you were literally just breathing. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyways, that was so random, but I was staring at it, and I wanted to let everyone know that it's the best scent in the world. Yes, yeah, funny suggestion. Go get it. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, success is major success. Freaking being done with nannying, boy. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was like a whole process and a half, but I basically told them um, almost two months ago that i was like gonna move on to my big girl job and i gave them a whole two months basically to look for another nanny and they're like we haven't found anyone so we need you and i was like i felt really bad because they were they were acting like they were really trying Mm -hmm. so i was like okay whatever it's good money like they were gonna up my charge and I was going to help them out for the time being. I never said I would help them out for, like, a long time until they found a nanny. I just said I would help them out for the time being. And then all this drama happened with COVID this week. And I was just like, I'm done. So, yeah, I'm done. So here we are. I am finally done. Yep, finally. Well-deserved finishing Seriously, of that. Yeah. <laughs> that was on a sentence, but <laughs> I'm glad you're done for your own sake. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> Yes, we're so proud of Mariah. Big strides over here. Officially an adult, big girl, whatever you want to call it. She's a full-time employee. Big girl vibes. Welcome to it. With that, we shall jump into the topic and talk about another transitional point in your life. Yes. Huge. Huge. Massive. Um, So we're going to do this kind of interview style to make it a little dramatic. Like, I want Alex Cooper, Emma Chamberlain vibes going on. Yes. So... Basically, um, Mariah is going to give us her story on going from being an athlete to, you know, where she's at now in her fitness journey. 
So you'll get to hear all that background, and then I'm just going to kind of probe her a little bit and get some more depth out of her. She's going to probe me, guys. <laughs> so I will that be playing... That sentence sounds so wrong. Yeah, that really did. Um, I will be playing intense interviewer Alex Cooper, and Mariah will be playing deep... <laughs> emotional... <laughs> Um, interviewee. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen that episode of Color Daddy and Emma Chamberlain, I love that duo. So unreal. Like, yeah. best podcast ever because they both are just so articulate. So vibey. So vibey. I loved it. Okay. Well. Well. Shall I start asking you my you interview shall. questions? Okay. Mariah Schuyler, welcome to Sweaty Secrets Podcast. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, I'm so excited to have you on to learn all about how you went from being an all-star athlete oh, wow. to now. Wow. Oh, yeah. Don't we're, be humble today. There's no room for humility. Don't be humble. Don't hold back. Let us know how much of a star you were. We're putting that label on, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So let's just jump right into it. Let's get uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like nervous, guys. I'm excited for you to tell the world your story. Wow. <laughs> All right. So first thing that I think we should do for our listeners is just kind of give them a high level background of your fitness journey. Give me a little timeline. You don't have to go too much into detail, but when did things start? When did things change? What were the pivotal moments? Yeah. And then we'll kind of deep dive. Yeah. So when Mariah was a little girl, little, little, little thing. Little tyke. <laughs> Still don't know what that means. Um, I have only known soccer as being like the role of my life when it comes to fitness up until I was little then I went to high school played soccer club in high school and club I would associate it with like travel Mm -hmm. like I don't know for me travel was high school and then club is club but it's different everywhere you go and then I went to a very high level soccer program division three and um that was that ran my life pretty mm-hmm. much. I mean, I obviously had like school and everything, but then when COVID hit, it was just that that whole situation was crazy with soccer and school and like college and family. Everything was different, obviously, we all know, but when senior year, my whole soccer season was taken away from me. And so it went from soccer leading the role of fitness in my life mm-hmm. to literally no soccer at all was a really hard transition and that's where I kind of dig deep deeper into my fitness journey and that's where I kind of found my love for lifting the same way I had love for soccer so yeah and that's where I'm at right now it's okay so you were basically classified as an athlete your entire life that's what you identified with yes being an athlete you're like oh someone knows Mariah they just associate athlete yes and then one day Mr. COVID comes along and Mm -hmm. ruins all of that Granted, it was going to be your last season anyways, right? Your next would have been your last. Yeah, so we got sent home junior year. And then so you missed summer senior, was freaking right? crazy. And then senior year, they told us like two weeks before mm-hmm. season was supposed to start. that. that so you were mentally start. preparing for it to be coming to an end, but you weren't ready for it to just shut down like that. No, not yeah. at all. That's all. horrible. I was in a really bad mental space when they we were like having to decide if we were going to stick through, you know, knowing if we had a season or if we didn't have a season, like with the commitment that you had to do for our program, dry season, 
it was just a very regimented it's so regimented like it was really a lot to commit to with not even having a season that was a really tough spot and i my friend grace and i we she lives in maine and she literally i've grew up with her playing soccer and stuff like that and she went to school with me she was in the same program as me college and everything we went through a whole season together and so we were like training all summer not knowing what our future held for soccer and school even Okay, so that ends abruptly, and like you said, you were still preparing over the summer um, because you weren't really sure what the future would hold. When it finally sunk in what the future was holding and that you were officially done with soccer, what were your immediate feelings, like your first reaction to just like being, taking in the fact that you were done being an athlete? Soccer was done. Something that had been a constant in your life forever was just gone. I mean, I was more thinking about, oh my god, I won't have my senior year. I won't have my senior banquet I won't have my senior night I won't that was my last time playing on the same field as every single person that I've trained with previously and we the year before that we I'm literally getting emotional thinking about it (laughs) um the year before that we went to the final four and then we were the final two for the national championship and we were the one team in the finals to not win oof Going into that and not having that one last chance to try to get to the Final Four again was also another thing that I was thinking about. But it didn't really hit me that it was like the end of all soccer pretty much. Unless I wanted to use my like fifth year somewhere else, which wasn't I wasn't really thinking I was going to do. It just didn't work out with what my future plans held after college Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. once you said you were done you were kind of just bye okay you're not part of the program anymore that's kind of how it felt Mm -hmm. um which was another tough tough piece about it because that was your community for so long oh yeah like and i still had my friends like we still right my, my class was huge okay so that i feel like you're not tapping into your emotions though like what were your Three different feelings you were feeling when it did fully hit you. Oh, I was a wreck. Okay. Um, kind of. Because my parents were very kind of hesitant. They were they were more like, we'll go, we'll be right by your side no matter what. But they were like kind of putting pressure in the sense that they really wanted me to try mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. So I had that pressure. My coach was also being like very naggy too. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't even know how to describe the feeling. It was more just sadness and stress. I don't know. No, that's super fair. And it's almost hard that you didn't even get to wallow in the sadness because you were so stressed out about your decision. and So stressed out. Yeah. That's crazy. So stressed out that it wasn't even. Yeah. But look, it worked out. You made, I think you made the decision that was right for you. Oh my God. (laughs) Like hearing that stuff that they had to do, they acted like they had a season. Okay, yeah. So they were full on dry. That's why. Even if yeah. they didn't have a season. And just hearing the stuff that they, that they did, which I would have totally been doing it if it wasn't my senior year. Right. If I was right. a junior, for yeah. sure. No yeah. decision to make. But like senior year, having to commit to all of that, especially not like I know drinking is not like all mighty, like doesn't decide everything. But like in college, it kind of is. Yeah, it's it's definitely like a big social aspect. 
Yeah. So, yeah, no, I totally get that. Okay, let's um, shift gears a little bit. So now you've accepted the fact that you are no longer an athlete or you're trying to accept it. And let's say present day now, what do you miss the most about playing soccer or being an athlete? I think the competitive part of it. Because mm. I thought recently that I would love to do like a little competitive like relay. Like, have you like guys, Kylie? It's like Kylie. I think that would be really fun. I don't think I could do like the whole like body bikini model, whatever yeah, bikini that's- things. That's like a lot. Yeah. Um, but like maybe just like a little competition when it comes to it. Just because soccer was, you know, the competitive part of, of it was definitely what I crave. But I do want to start just like touching the ball here and there. Because yeah. it was a lot of it was a lot of my stress relief that went into playing every day. Would you ever get into coaching, like doing assistant coaching for like younger kids? I think no? if I'm like older. Okay. Not anytime soon. No. I just, I think I would be good at it, but I don't know if I would be generally happy doing it every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I don't really see myself as yeah, a coach. Yeah, that's fair. I was as of right curious. now. I was thinking about Katie, um, Katie Sargent. I don't know if I should use full names on here, whatever. Shout out Katie. She does little assistant coaching for a little girls team yeah samantha i kind of forget it's a thing until i talk to her about that and i'm like oh would you ever do that yeah my friend samantha does that because her dad is a coach so she kind of assists with that and it's cool i just i don't really don't have time for it right now yeah. yeah um okay so staying present day would you say you still struggle with identity as far as like because I know, like, let's use Kylie, for example. I know she says she struggled a lot with, like, just not being an athlete anymore. So, like, do you struggle with the fact you always identified as one? And, like, now you're, yes, of course, have been an athlete and you could still say you are one. But the fact that you don't just identify as a soccer player now, like, you have a whole new identity now as, you know, Mariah. And people might not even know you were a soccer player. Yeah, it's it's really different because now I kind of identify as a I don't know like not a soccer player I'm just into fitness type thing which I'm fine with now Mm -hmm. but like when in the heat of not being able to play soccer and having like to say goodbye to it in a sense like right when I was in college that's where I struggled the most because I did I didn't have a proper goodbye so transitioning from like oh my god I'm literally done with soccer like what what am I gonna do now like mm-hmm. where what is not like what is life but like what I don't know it was just like a hard transition because every single day I was practicing like your purpose was to just get better at soccer yeah and be really good at soccer athlete training and stuff like that and I think now I'm really good with identity when it comes to that but like before when it was the actual full-on transition in college and even like coming home after graduating that was probably the heat of having identity problems yeah oh my god I can't imagine like we said like it was just all ripped away from you at once yeah I had major identity problems like leaving college and I didn't have anything ripped away from me I got to have my full experience and like wasn't transitioning out of a sport like I really can't imagine what you went through because damn yeah I think if I had like a proper goodbye like usual I think it would be, but even like no, because I have my proper goodbye and it wasn't easy. Even then, you see like all these girls talk about how leaving college and like being like a hard-on athlete and then just being completely done mm-hmm. with school, they have a really tough time. That I feel like isn't talked much about. No, so no. 
So with that then, as everyone who listens knows, you are now, we'll call it a gym rat. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Do, or would you say that that fills the void? Does going to the gym fill the athlete void? Do you feel like you're happy with where you're at? Is it better than being an athlete? Do you regret being an athlete through college? Would you have rather been on your own doing the gym? Like, what are all your feelings about transitioning to the gym and how it's made you feel? Yeah. Okay. There's Sorry, that was a loaded question. Um, <laughs> we'll go to regret. I would not regret going into college with soccer. I don't think I could would have been able to do that at all. So I'm I'm really happy becoming who I was mm-hmm. in college based off of my college experience with soccer. But I do think where I'm at now with lifting and becoming a gym rat has really filled my love for fitness. And my love for fitness was highly driven through soccer and training like an athlete. But now it's just... I think honestly, having our friendship too has helped helped that too. Um, it puts such like positive energy around fitness. Yeah, for us. and I think I think I find that same kind of concept where soccer you have all those girls yeah. that are in love there to play soccer, and like you, you're there to like have the same goals as I so do. So true. We're so like teammates. Like that, yeah, we're a team in a way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we so. are absolutely a team, but it feels like a teammate relationship where we're like here for the same goals here to work hard together like Mm -hmm. competitive but not like against each other no not at all but like we push each other like yes you're so right it definitely is like a team relationship Mm -hmm. i like that so in regard of the transitioning period that took a long time for my journey specifically because it wasn't like a it was very gradual i guess or like very spread out because college kind of came in the way of fully diving into my fitness journey which my once I decided that I really wanted to like dive into fitness was when I was kind of rock bottom and I was really sick of feeling how I felt with not having soccer in my life and like not really it just motivated me to like actually work out Mm-hmm. And fitness was kind of familiar to you, right? Because you would have team lifts and like you had a lifting coach and everything. Like, Oh, you... yeah. Okay. So you were kind of comfortable with it because you at least had familiarity with it. Yeah. I mean, we had our lifting every every week mm-hmm. um, with our coach. And then we were given a packet that literally gave us nutrition advice. We had a lifting calendar. We had an agility endurance calendar and we lifted all throughout the summer and stuff like that. Um, so, and like, you, I was... Did you always enjoy those lifts? Like, was that something you would look forward to or would you kind of dread it? What was your attitude towards that's, those? It's really interesting that you asked that because I do find myself more of a leader in the lifting room than I was on the field. Okay. Just because of how I don't know why I was just so in love with lifting <laughs> and like I got it and like I was like very good at form yeah like the coach didn't yeah, really have, have to elite, ever have elite form he, he never had to like adjust me you know like he would and it like, just felt so natural to you to do yeah it. so natural and i worked in the gym too like mm-hmm. i was like the desk person so mm-hmm. it was definitely like a happy place of okay. mine cool yeah i think that's good to know because i mean for a lot of people who maybe don't have such an athletic bathroom bath- i was gonna say bathroom mm-hmm. <laughs> 
for a lot of people who don't have such an athletic background and like that exposure to like working out in the gym before it's probably so much scarier but knowing that if you do have that background it's such an I won't say easy, but it's such a logical next step is to start investing in yourself in the weight room. Yes. Like a comfortable easily. step. And it's funny to compare my journey from transitioning to be an athlete to where I am now to my boyfriend's. Right. Because That's so he true. dreads the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like a whole different it's concept. It's so weird. Yeah. He actually dreads it. And he was a Division One lacrosse player, guys. So, like, it's, it's a very similar because he had. We did pretty much the same thing when it came to, like, lifting and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and working out and training like an athlete. So it differs between each person. Yeah. So speaking of training like an athlete, what would you say is the biggest difference in your training style now versus when you were um, training to be a competitive athlete? Explosiveness. Okay. And so it was all explosive pretty much based. And then when it came to springtime, when we weren't in our in-season, it it was Mm strength-based. Okay, that makes sense. So really, one of the biggest changes then, from what it sounds like, is you went from running six miles a day to never running. Yeah, I don't know. Seriously, I would do interval running. There was a period when it hit COVID. I was running six miles a day, doing interval running for six miles. And now I do zip. No, we hate (laughs) cardio. Which I do. No, because I love cardio. That's the thing. I hate cardio. (laughs) I do love cardio, and I think... It's kind of weird to think about, you'd think, having my experience with co- with soccer, I would kind of start to hate it, but I, I do miss it now. Yeah, that's, I mean, it just gives, it, I do love it, it's just hard to get myself to do it, but when I'm doing it, I like it, the endorphins are unmatched. Yeah, I do miss running, um, I but really do. But right now, what's hard for us with cardio, well, soon it won't be, but it just goes against our goals, or it did a couple, like, when we were bulking, it really went against our goals, so... But we will be mixing cardio back in a lot yeah, I'm when excited. we start cutting. Okay, where are we at? We're almost wrapping up. We've gotten some great insight into your life. I'm feeling like I know you even better. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could definitely express my feelings more. But it's really, I don't know, just looking back on things, it's tough to like put it into words. Yeah, oh, I bet, I bet. So... I think you're doing a good job of keeping it like giving us the deets and letting us feel what you felt without being too sappy so yeah much appreciated there's just a lot that went oh into yeah everything yeah like i said kind of wrapping it up but i want to bring it full circle to where you're at now in life um what would you say are the biggest qualities and values that being an athlete instilled in you and that you still you know um put forth every day time management easily time management when it came to friends family boyfriend working out And having that dedication and discipline to get to the gym, I think, really, really helped me. Because I feel like a lot of people have to build that discipline. But, like, having soccer kind of initiated that already. Can I say something that's really different? Yeah. Is the food part. Mm. Because food has... Working out and all that jazz has come so easy to me. Like ever since, like ever since I could remember, it's always been super easy. But eating has not, and transitioning from being athlete and being able to eat whatever I want has been huge. Especially when it comes to like our goals and transitioning, I never even knew about macro counting and stuff like that. Never, like, I did not know anything about fitness that I truly know about now than I did when I was training to be an athlete. So. I went through a tough period and we've talked about it before with like binge eating and purging and stuff like that. And 
that was that came along with the transition of being guilty about how much food I was eating and not being not working out like I was used to. But then once I found myself going into fitness and diving into that, it really helped that transition with food. So knowing your struggles um, with eating and really anything else that you went through, obviously through this pivotal time in your life, this major transition, I have one last question for you. What would be your biggest piece of advice to someone going through this right now or someone who will be going through this shortly? I honestly think realizing where you are and recognizing those feelings that you are having with transitioning from being done completely done with a piece of you that has been a part of you for the longest time is probably the toughest part and then finding the love that you had with that one sport is probably the next step so being able to realize that it is a transition and I could tell you right now that every single athlete goes through it and it is normal but I think my advice is to find that love you had for that sport in something else it doesn't even have to be fitness based but if it feeds feeds that void in your life that you're looking for a hundred percent dive into lifting pilates like different ways of moving your body and making yourself feel good and Yeah, I think finding that love for something and something else will help the transition. Yeah, that makes so much sense because you were throwing so much of your time and energy and emotions really into this sport. And Mm -hmm. then if it's gone and you have all that stuff still, you have to check in with yourself and think, where can I reallocate this stuff? So that makes a ton of sense to just find your next big thing. Yep. Yeah. And it might not even be a big thing. Like, I know a bunch of people that are athletes and don't even find the love for fitness anymore. They find the love for something else Mm -hmm. and that feeds their void. It could be work related. It could be art craft related. It could be anything. Like, my boyfriend doesn't really find the love for what he had with lacrosse and fitness. So, I mean, he's trying to run a marathon, but. (laughs) Right. But just like having other goals and different things to do, like. I don't know. I think it's cool that you just brought light to the fact that you don't have to get into fitness, but you probably will have a void and you need to find some way to fill it. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Mariah Schuyler, thank you so much <laughs> for divulging all of this deep information to us today. Yeah. I really hope it kind of flowed a little well. My brain is kind of all over and I'm trying to depict each feeling and like where I was with it, but I hope it. Yeah. And I didn't out. tell her what like, she didn't know what questions I was going to be asking her because I wanted it to be a little hard, so... And I'm so bad at interviews, guys. As you can tell, like, my words are kind of all over the place, but... Yeah. I hope this helps out anyone that's out there that's either transitioning or going to be transitioning from college to the real world. Yeah. Real world. Yeah, um, scary times, so... Yeah. Mariah, obviously, DMs are open. If you are going through the totally. same thing and want to talk to her more about it, she... We'll be more than happy to talk to you about it. A hundred percent. I would love to like talk through all the emotions because maybe that'll bring out emotions that I've never really touched right. base on either and we can bond about it. So seriously, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, time to switch gears. Our first sweaty confession for the day. We have someone wondering what some quick and healthy meal ideas for lunch or dinner would be. My go-to lunch lately has been a sandwich because mm, yep. you can get great protein in there. You can get some fat with some cheese. You can get 
some veggies with mm-hmm. some lettuce or mixed greens or whatever. And um, you get some carbs with the bread. So I think it's like an overall good macro-based yeah. one. If, but obviously, if you're not looking for macros, then... Yeah. Deli meat good. is so slept on as like good protein. Like <laughs> Fun fact, when I'm drunk, or at least when I was drunk in college, I would crave cold cut meat the whole time i was drunk that was my go-to drunk snack i love cold cuts i don't even (laughs) care they're so good they're so good my go-to like lunch it's honestly basically an open face sandwich if you think about it everything is just fucking carb and a protein and a fat yeah so my go-to lunch is just um like a rice or grain base and then throwing in some veggies and then throwing in um like a frozen burger like a veggie burger or protein burger whatever and then just like throwing avocado in a sauce on top. It's literally takes less than like two minutes to make and it's so yummy and so filling. Yeah, that's awesome. That's perfect. But then my dinner ends up being pretty much the same. Because uh-huh. I usually just do like rice, ground turkey and a bunch of veggies. Yeah. But I also have been doing the power bowls or like mm. the protein bowls that they you can get in the freezer section of your grocery store. And you literally just microwave them and they are so delicious yeah they really are don't sleep on frozen food like there's of course don't do it for every meal because you do miss out on some nutrients but overall if you're eating like a frozen power bowl for lunch every day you're gonna be fine like yeah that's great nutrients it was it's great for when i'm working and mm-hmm. i just need to like microwave something and like mm-hmm. i don't have to worry about prepping it or anything i literally just bring it to the to where i'm working and it's the easiest nutritious meal ever. Yeah. Some other quick healthy ideas I would say are like taco bowls or burrito bowls. Obviously don't yes. load them up with like sour cream and cheese. Like you can use a little bit of it like in moderation, but as long as you're keeping it, you know, and use like ground turkey or something instead of beef, try and make those healthier substitutes. And that can be really, really good macro wise for you. And it gets you a lot of different variations of food. You can throw in so many veggies. Yeah. And also if you like chickpea pasta mm-hmm. or I, if you're doing pasta, I really high, highly suggest doing whole wheat pasta um, just because it's a better, it's better for you. But if you like a pasta situation, which is obviously always quick, mm-hmm. um, you do some, I've been doing chickpea pasta or whole wheat pasta with broccoli and mushrooms. And then I make some grilled chicken and I just Yum. mix it all. And it's super good. It's really good. And yeah, I just do so tomato good. sauce or marinara or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if you're looking for quick and you want to stay in the healthy realm, make sure like at night you're having a healthy dinner and put the time into that and then just make sure you make enough of it that you have leftovers and can have that same thing for lunch because that's a really good way to make sure you're eating a good lunch. Yeah, so, so easy because it's like prepping. Exactly. It's like prepping for the next yeah. day. And I don't know about you. I don't really get sick of meals if no, it's like No, me that, neither. So. Yeah, I can eat the same thing yeah. forever. <laughs> so. Yeah, so hopefully that gave you some good ideas. Those are all really quick and easy. And honestly, go on Pinterest and type in quick, easy, healthy meals and you'll see like even more. It's all like different variations of the same thing, honestly. Yes. But hopefully that was a little helpful for you. Oh, I think this is important to call out. Um, we asked a, in our sweaty confessions, we asked people to talk about the challenge if they were doing it and whatnot. And someone said that they did modify the challenge. Habits for healthy challenge that we've posted about um we have a criteria in there that's one hour of movement a day. And someone said that they actually made a modification to that piece of the challenge. And they said they're doing that one hour of movement a day 
but they're still taking their rest days. And that's something we definitely should have touched on because we are as well. Mm-hmm. Although we want you to get one hour of movement a day, we're still prioritizing taking our rest days. But you can have an active rest day. You can go for a walk. You can stretch, do some yoga, whatever it may be. Move around a little bit even on your rest day. Yeah. I think that's like a healthy way of mentioning it from that person that sent in for through the sweaty confessions because rest days are as, as important mm-hmm. as, you know, working out and stuff like that. So... Active rest days are like the best way of yeah, going out. Super that. important. Mm-hmm. So thank you for putting that in. Um, and then we just had some other people saying that they are joining the challenge or following along and they're loving it. So that was great to hear. Yeah. Make sure you're following our Instagram at sweaty secrets underscore pod. We've been posting our daily like mini vlog. I posted a recent reel of how it's going as well and maybe give you ideas of how you could be going at the challenge yourself. Since we're talking about the challenge, I think we should just jump into our sweaty suggestion, which we said last week for this whole month, we're going to kind of keep focused around our challenge habits for healthy. And as you know, we're both reading Atomic Habits, which is really where this all stemmed from. We're both obsessed with it. I am so obsessed. So we're going to find like each not each month, each week, um, something that really stood out to the both of us that we want to share with you and kind of, you know, dive a little bit deeper into that. So something that we both really felt stood out to us was um, in the first chapter, there's this whole section where it talks about the difference between systems and goals. So I'm just going to read you the sentence from um, the book directly. Goals are about the results you want to achieve. Systems are about the process that lead to those goals. Like what? I've never thought about that. Never. So for example, if this is what the example that the book gives, if you're a coach, you might be trying to win a championship. Your system is the way you recruit the players, manage your assistant coaches and conduct your practices. So you have your overall goal and then the system is the things you put in place to reach that goal. So if your goal is to get to the gym every day, you want to set systems to get you there. So your systems for that in order to get to the gym every day would be to make sure that you have your outfit picked out, like know what you're going to wear. If you work a job, take your clothes to that job, be ready to leave from that job. Plan out your workout. Make sure that you go to the gym with a plan. You know what you're going to do. And lastly, designate a time of day so that you don't have to think about it. It becomes habitual. It's baked into your routine. After work, you know you're heading straight to the gym. You don't even have to debate if you're driving home. Yeah, this is my designated time to have gym time. Yep. It's foolproof because you have all the tools you need to get there. So how could you not get there? Yeah. It sets you up for success. Exactly. Yeah. So systems over goals, Mm -hmm. um, which we have another quote that we would like to say that was mentioned in the end of the chapter. It's on page 27. If you have the book, it is your commitment to the process that will determine your progress. And I thought this was so, so important so important because your commitment to the to the true process will allow you to have that progress to get towards your goal it just makes so much sense right if you're committed to doing those systems which is the process then you are going to see that progress and that progress is what takes you to hitting that goal yes 
So it's just like, I don't know. The book's incredible. Yeah. I could literally pick every page and find a good quote from it. But these things really stuck out to us the first chapter. Yeah. So our sweaty suggestion is to designate your goal, goal. and figure out your systems in yes. order to get that goal. Yes, absolutely. And it's kind of hard. Like we were trying to come up with a good example for you guys. And it is hard to think about the systems because it's hard to think about the systems without creating a new goal. So make sure that when you are creating those systems, you're second guessing yourself and saying, is this a goal or is this a step to achieving a goal? Yeah. And we'll go into later chapters, which you you haven't read before, but they talk about, he talks about how the small wins get you to the bigger mm. picture. So the small technical changes that you'll make in order to get that goal will just determine your whole progress Mm -hmm. yeah hopefully that gave you some monday motivation because we are feeling highly motivated by this book. yes so motivated hopefully you were able to get a good taste of the habits for healthy challenge and if you haven't already joined maybe you're thinking about doing so now just because we're doing it for the month of february doesn't mean that you have to you can start this whenever wherever works for you yeah in the middle of a month anytime exactly on a goddamn Um, wednesday i'm probably gonna end up doing another challenge hell yeah potentially but and the point of the challenge like the point of this being a challenge for us for one month is that it just becomes a habit for us after that like yeah we will still be doing these things but it won't feel like such a challenge because they have now been baked into our routine and if you're new here and haven't listened to the previous episode that talks about all the fun details about this challenge go give that a listen and hopefully that will motivate you for creating good habits and getting rid of bad ones perfect and if you need some visuals go to the sweaty secrets pod instagram page and go ahead and screenshot the checklist or save that post so that you always know what you need to be doing each day yeah and mind you we'll plug our other fitness pages mine is mariahskyler.fit sam is sweat with sam well underscore w yeah somehow took the other name (laughs) yeah um but go give us some love on our fitness pages to get more daily content and and to help us stay accountable with the challenge yes i like posting about it is definitely helping me do it totally (laughs) because i can't be telling you guys to do it not be doing it myself so (laughs) and then to rate us yes please rate us on spotify and apple podcast it's a simple five star click (laughs) it seriously takes so quick on it's it's a really quick process on Spotify. I think yeah, they it's do literally it really... right at the top of the page. Yeah. It's super nice. You literally don't even have to go anywhere special. You just it's... click that five, 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 it five goes... star. Whoa! Five, 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 five. Okay, we need to be done. <laughs> I've been looking at your toes this whole time. Ew! I've been crossing them. <laughs> I know you've been doing so so much with them, like intertwining them, and like. Ew! I have the weirdest feet. I'm so uncomfortable. She has fingers for I, me. No, literally. But I, I can't say crap because I my fucking pick fingers. stuff up with them. It's oh my fine. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Come here, you little. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us for another Sweaty Secrets episode. Bye guys. Bye.